Hello, everyone. For those of you that don't know me, my name is John. If you're joining us online, uh, a very warm welcome to you. As you saw in that little video, we had an, a kind of impromptu uh, baptism service. Uh, just, I think it was December. Was it December or November? November, December. Uh, after the discipleship journey course. So that's what you were watching up there. But maybe you're here today and uh, you're, you've come to support somebody who's getting baptized and maybe you're sitting here and you're thinking, well, what is this? Is this some kind of weird Christian ritual? You know, a bunch of people an old birthing tub. It's not really a birthing tub, but that's a good picture. But for those of you that think this is a little bit strange, let me just take a couple of minutes to explain what we're doing here. Because from church to church, people baptize in different ways. Many of us will have been to uh, infant baptisms, which are called christenings, where we've seen babies get sprinkled with water or oil. And here in the vineyard, we baptize uh, people uh, full immersion. We don't just sprinkle on their forehead. We, we lower them fully into the water and then bring them back up again. And the reason that we do this is twofold. The first is because it's the biblical model. All of the baptisms that take place in the New Testament, including Jesus' own baptism, are by full immersion. So it seems good to us to follow that model. But secondly, we do it this way because of the very beautiful and profound symbolism of full immersion. See, baptism is an external uh, indicator of something that has happened Internally, There's a transformation that's taken place inside people's hearts. And it's symbolic in, in kind of four key ways. And if you've been part of Coastline for any length of time, you will know that each symbol that we use begins with a B. Do I need a new mic? Am I all right? Yeah? I'm okay. The first B that it illustrates, the first symbol that we see is this burial the burial of our old way of life. Romans 6, verses 3 to 4 says this. It says, don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death? We're therefore buried with him through baptism into death. This, this water symbolizes, if you like, a watery grave. And when we lower our friends down into the water today, it symbolizes that they're dying to their old way of life. It's a picture of them dying to their old selves, their old sin habits, and leaving the past behind them. When we enter into a new relationship and we choose, choose to follow God, we need to first choose to die to our old lives. Secondly, baptism illustrates our new birth as a follower of Jesus. If going down into this water symbolizes burial and death, then coming up out of the water symbolizes a kind of rebirth of new life. 2 Corinthians 5 verse 17 and 18 puts it like this. It says, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, there are new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. All this is from God who reconciled us to himself through Christ. When we decide to follow Jesus, we are reborn 
You may have heard the term being born again. Obviously, we can't literally be born again physically. This is about being reborn spiritually. See, becoming an apprentice of Jesus, of following him, we're made completely new. As the Bible says, we are a new creation with a new life and new hope, with new purpose. We're changed forever. Thirdly, baptism illustrates our spiritual bath in Jesus. I remember as a young lad playing football in the winter for my local football team, coming in, freezing, filthy, aching, completely covered in mud. And getting into a baking hot bath or shower, I had to scrub myself clean. And really, uh, what's great about having a bath or a shower when you've been completely covered in mud is you don't just get cleaned on the outside, you actually feel revived on the inside, don't we? Remember, baptism is an outward symbol of an internal reality, and these guys will be drenched in the water which cleanses them on the outside, but the water is also a symbol of them being cleaned on the inside too. The water is a symbol of of purification from our sins, of cleansing, and of forgiveness The Bible explains life this way, that we were all made in God's image. We were made to be in relationship with God, but we've all messed up. We've gone our own way. Sin has blocked us from knowing God. But the gospel, which means good news, is that God sent his son Jesus to die on the cross so that we might have right relationship with God again. Maybe you're sitting here and you're saying, well, I still, I still don't get it. I still don't understand, John. Well, let me tell you a very brief story. And I know I've shared this illustration before, but I think this will hopefully help us get a better understanding of this amazing good news of this gospel. So there's this tribe in Africa who are suffering the effects of a severe drought. Food was scarce and the members of this uh, tribe were beginning to steal from one another in order to survive. The chief of the tribe knew that this would be the death of the tribe, so he issued a law. He said the next person caught stealing would be taken to the center of the village, tied to a pole, and publicly whipped. The next day, sure enough, a thief was caught. Everyone turned up to the center of the village to see who it was and witness the punishment. To everyone's shock, the thief turned out to be the chief's own mother. What was he going to do? He was a good chief and could not justly ignore the law that he'd made the day before. He had to be just. Hold on a minute, this was his mum. She was old and frail and, and beating her may very well kill her. And he loves her. It's his mum. How could he cause her to suffer? What do you think he should do? Which should win, his, his love or his justice? Well, here's what he does. He orders that her wrists are tied to the pole so that the beating can begin. And he calls the punisher over to step forward, whip in hand. But before he gives the order to commence, he steps in between his mother 
and the Punisher. He stretches out his broad shoulders across her frail back, and with her body completely protected underneath his own, he orders the punishment to be carried out. The cords of the whip fall on him, and he absorbs the full brunt of her penalty. In that act, he was, both, he was both just in carrying out the penalty and loving by suffering it himself. The Bible says that Jesus took our sins upon himself, taking the punishment that we deserve. The Old Testament prophet Isaiah explains it this way. He says, we all like sheep have gone astray, each of us to his own way, and the Lord God has laid on him, Jesus, the iniquity of all of us. What Jesus has done for us, like the picture of this bath, is washed away all of our fences against a just, loving, holy God. And finally, baptism illustrates unity with all believers. Baptism is a kind of membership ceremony or if you like, a a rite of passage. When these guys get baptized today, we're recognizing that they're becoming part of the global church, that they get to share with the other two billion believers around the world. And of course, it also demonstrates that they're part of this church family. Baptism is a way of acknowledging our friends, of endorsing them and embracing them, adopting them into the family of God. In the New Testament, this uh, ceremony is illustrated like this, this, that people would come along to be baptized, usually in a river, and they'd enter the river one side, like they're going to do today, and then they'd leave on the other side. In our context today, they're going to have friends and family there with towels ready to pray for them, to uh, sing songs together, to celebrate. That's what we're going to be doing today today today. 